Hello and welcome to the PropTech Hot Seat on iProperty Radio with myself, Carol Tallon, the show where we explore trends and technologies driving innovation across the built environment. The show is brought to you in partnership with PropTech Ireland, the hub for innovators, investors and for industry leaders. In the PropTech Hot Seat today, we have Dara Colopy, VR Garden Designer at Door Design. Dara, you're very welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Carol. Uh, I, I'm delighted to chat to you, particularly when this is such a busy week in the run up to Bloom, which we will definitely get on to. But first of all, for people listening in, a VR garden designer, what is that? Um, it kind of is what it says on the tin, but it's taken traditional garden design to a whole new immersive level. So no longer are you stuck with your 2D plans where you have to guess and imagine how it's going to turn out with VR garden design. We can fully immerse you in your dream garden before it's even built. And in terms of helping people to conceptualize, obviously, when, you know, we rely a lot on immersive technologies for the built environment to visualize a building in its context or how it's going to imagine. And I think it's a wonderful thing for people who can't, like myself, who can't visualize plans um, in 2D. But because gardens are subject to the whims of nature as well you know how can can you show people the garden at different times of the year and even different times of the day and uh, the daytime is a lot easier because it's just based on the sun and the shadow so when we do a site survey we take all the measurements of so the height of walls existing trees the house etc the position where it is and then the beauty of technology, we can then show exactly where the sun will be during the day, which months, and then plot it and show the shades and stuff like that. When it comes to seasons, it is a little bit trickier, but it's not impossible. We tend to focus usually on the month of July because that's kind of when everybody is using the garden the most. So that's kind of when we would be designing like where you're going to be sitting, etc., that would be kind of July is usually the month we focus on. So what's in bloom at that time, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, garden architecture and, and landscaping is not something that we've seen connected so closely with technology and particularly, you know, taking advantage of emerging technologies. What's your background? Do you come from this as a technologist or a, gar- or a gardening expert? Oh, well, probably. Well, uh, I started off, I, I studied product design in university. So that's kind of where the innovation and the creativity comes from and then while i was in university uh, i worked as the horticulture's assistant for four years in woodies so that kind of sparked my interest in planting and gardening and all things nature and then i lived in thailand for five years and money back just just over a year now and while i was there i was mostly teaching english but uh in my spare time then uh, i volunteered on a hydroponics farm and then also took uh permaculture courses in chiang mai in the royal botanic gardens so while i was over there i really i kind of i got bogged down a little bit with uh teaching english because as enjoyable as it was it just wasn't for me so i kind of saw saw something that i was able to do with VR design and then my passion for gardening and I just thought why not bring them together. Um, how has this been received um, in terms of early clients? I appreciate you're at quite early days with this but um, how are your target audience reacting to this? Yeah very positive positive. Um, I think one of the, the hurdles that we 
to overcome is the actual the VR aspect. A lot of people are like, oh, okay, that, that's kind of cool. But it's not until they actually wear the headset and get like transported to the garden. That's when the kind of the light bulb moment clicks and it's like, all right, this is very beneficial. Because it's it's as I said before, like it's one thing looking at 2D plans or even 3D models, but you never you just doesn't give you the sense of scale or relation to your house. And then we also have like uh, the sounds of water flowing in the background, the birds chirping. So it really does transport you there. So that that really is once the headset goes on, that's when people are kind of it's the gotcha moment. Excellent. And, and you know, it's, it's something that we see uh, in terms of, say, new homes or the fit out of new homes. Um, but in terms of how you're communicating and, and sharing your ideas with your clients and potential clients, it's a big move to go from 2D to 3D, then into VR rendering. And the, like we're intimately aware, unfortunately, of the costs of developing uh, VR experiences. So how are you factoring that in to, you know, is this something that your clients pay for or what's the business model around this? Um, well, the, the software that I use, I'm, I'm very lucky that it, it isn't a massive leap from the 3D models to the VR. Mm-hmm. So... Kind of um, usually like the the pricing structure either be two D three D and then the VR. So um, a lot of the time, what some most people are kind of like, ah, the the three D is enough. But then I'll show them an example of a previous work that I've done. I put it on kind of, and then at that stage they're like, okay, actually let's let's upgrade to the to the VR. And as well, because at that stage, sometimes with the VR, we're then able to, you know, once they put that on, they're kind of like, oh, actually, I don't think I like the garden room over there. Can we try it somewhere else? And it's it's not that difficult to then re- replace, remove all that sort of stuff. So... You know, it's interesting, actually, one of the things we've seen, and I think that still surprises people, and and obviously it's because of the major advances in technology, but, you know, previously we might have seen a CGI image, and it was quite different to what the end result would be on the street, where it's now when we're seeing kind of um, really good uh, 2D, and, and particularly 3D renders, when the building is built, it's, you know, it's almost identical, and, you know, there there is this uh, social media challenge of kind of, spot the reality and, and spot the render you know they are some of them are so good particularly kind of amongst the top tier of providers but that's bricks and mortar they're very reliable um, and not so dependent on the elements have you been doing this for long enough to be able to maybe compare a VR rendering with something that is in growth stage now to a garden that has been delivered and it because gardens unlike buildings they're constantly changing. Have you been in a position to kind of compare VR with the delivered results? Um, not not yet, really, to be honest, because we just started back at the end of January. So uh, a lot of the, the planting and stuff is only kind of started recently. Uh, whereas kind of, I suppose, bl- coming up to, because we'll be showcasing in, in Bloom, 
and that'll be a fantastic chance because in bloom because it's a show garden you really have to plant it as if it's been there for two or three years you know there's lots everything is full so there isn't those spaces and stuff like that so that will probably be our first very good case study of exactly like for like so i'm very excited about that have you shared a 3d rendering of your bloom design publicly uh, I only did kind of the initial kind of stage for when the the brief was put in, but that that has changed a little bit since. So and it was very quick because the deadline for Bloom was December, and then I kind of put my name in the hat only in February. So and then they came back to me at the start of March. So I'm kind of I'm a bit behind everything else. So I kind of just threw something together the first time but now at bloom and there is kind of a little bit of you know we're not allowed to share too much until thursday the first of june that's when i'll be showing likes for likes hopefully very good and tell me for visitors going along to bloom and that includes our own show producer here uh she booked the day off months ago uh to <laughs> make sure that she could attend so I, you'll be getting an in-person visit no doubt there but and um, what can people attending expect to see? I understand you can't share too much, but but maybe what can they expect to see or experience in your garden? Yeah, right. Well, I suppose the the show garden will start with that because that's what it's based on. So it's that's a bit of a, an amalgamation of a bit of myself and my wife. So my wife is a yoga teacher and massage therapist, and her business is sponsoring the garden. So it's based around it's an Irish cottage with a little bit of Asian influence so um, and then there's a meditation circle there as as well so kind of some native Asian planting but that does very well in Ireland so it still has that then Irish cottage feel with uh, some wild cottage meadow grass as well for biodiversity and then uh that that sounds amazing, Dara. I, I look forward to seeing it myself. Irish Cottage Garden with Asian influence just um sounds really uh it sounds like something that could really transport you away. And I love the idea of having a, a meditation space. Um, you know, so it sounds lovely and I look forward to seeing that. In terms of um, I suppose you your next steps in terms of the VR because are you doing this hands-on yourself or do you have a team working with you? Uh, at the moment it's just myself. Everything. So, so, a one-man a one show at the moment, yeah. Well, it's an interesting cross-section of skills to be able to put your hands in the soil and then, um, you know, render the, the VR and immersive technologies, um, you know, I, 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 in during, during the additional time. So that sounds amazing. But in terms of kind of next steps to the business, what would you see as the hallmark of success, say, coming out of Bloom? Would it be more garden design for you? Or would it be uh, more uptake of the of the VR experience? Um, I suppose it's it, it's a bit of both. I'm kind of at the moment. I'm at a bit of a, a crossroads with my business direction where I'm going. But I, I really would like to actually like partner with other garden designers more so, so that they you know that they'll come to me and their clients with their. 2D plans, maybe their 3D renderings, and then kind of I'll upsell it so that then they can also have the VR experience. Or else I go down the route, the route of uh the one-stop shop. But I, I think partnering up uh, across the country would probably be a bit more beneficial and more in line with what I'm capable of. 
and it would probably help more people be able to use this as a tool and we know it's a necessary tool um tell me Dara the the clients the potential clients that you've met with and shown really brought your ideas to life um uh, and they they can experience that through the headset of their reaction and how they've taken it on board what has surprised you the most uh, well, I suppose the, the first thing that surprised me the most was I would have assumed that more people have experienced VR. I just kind of, I suppose I'd, I'd be into technology a bit, so I just would have assumed people had experienced it. So a lot of people have never put on a headset before and didn't know what to expect. So when they were like immersed in the garden and, you know, they're beside a tree and it feels like the tree is in their face, it's a lot of wow oh my god those like kind of reactions of just being trans transported there they just kind of couldn't believe it uh, do you position their home in the vr at all yeah so i would like take their existing boundaries and house and then model the house and the existing boundaries or if the boundaries will change but so that they feel like this is how it's going to look and I try and replicate the house as close as possible. Now, it isn't perfect, but, you know, you get a very good sense of how your garden is going to look in relation to your house as well. Because it's very important to, to marry the house because the garden is an extended room. So if it's just, you know, you, you need to have that cohesion and that feel and marry them together. Harmony. Um, Dara, what kind of trends are you seeing from people uh, and the clients and potential clients that you're talking to? You know, what kind of trends are emerging? Uh, in the sense of technology or well, in more, like the more garden, for like the garden yeah. aspect. Yeah, probably more for the garden and people's yeah. expectations, because I think you you described it there as really an extension of the home. And honestly, our gardens never really were that when we were growing up in more rural locations. Um, whereas we can see now, particularly since COVID, people really learned how to appreciate, embrace and really use their outdoor space. And that meant because it's Ireland, a certain amount of uh, weatherproofing. So whether it was canopies or garden rooms or whatever it is. But um, I, I think you're absolutely right. As our homes get smaller and we live in greater density, I think any space we can carve out for ourselves absolutely needs to be usable. It's not something that can be used five days of the year for a barbecue when we sunshine. It needs to be usable, if not all year round, then a huge chunk of it. Yeah, correct. Yeah, I think, yeah, COVID and for for many businesses has like just exploded certain industries and yeah gar gardening is is one of them. I suppose one of the the big emerging trends at the moment is sustainability and biodiversity and it, it's plastered everywhere you know and you'll see at Bloom there is a lot of pollinator friendly plants, a lot of the the wild meadows, the kind of that feel and yeah and then using re reclaimed material. Like that's one of my passions that always has been even when I was in university. I used to love creating like especially lamps for some reason uh, out of old junk, like creating something that shouldn't be what it is into something. So you can see that a, a lot now. There's there's one of the, the gardens uh, by Citra and Nic Nicola Haynes, and it's it's amazing. It's all about that kind of reusing and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I suppose they're the two big ones at the moment, sustainability and biodiversity.
Yeah, you know, I, I'm so excited actually to see some of the innovations that come out at Bloom and very best of luck to yourself there. Um, how are you in terms of uh, where are you in terms of uh, finishing the garden? Are you are you nearly there? Yeah, we're nearly there. We had the, the big kind of plant and push there on Monday and Tuesday. So by the end of the week now, we'll be we'll be all finished and just give it time to settle. And then the, the judging is on Monday. So that's the, the make or break day. But for me, uh, it'll be actually the Thursday when people come in because I'm I'm a bit more interested in the VR side than the show garden side. I probably shouldn't be saying that. But uh, I really want visitors to come along and experience the garden at the design stage with the VR headset and then also in real life. So they can kind of get a comparison of how it feels and then how it will look. And also on the day, if anybody of your listeners are going, there'll be uh, there's a competition over the weekend to win a free VR garden design. So they'll just have to scan the QR code and be entered into the draw. So. Oh, fantastic. Listen, well, definitely we would urge anybody listening in who is going along to Bloom, and that includes, again, our, our producer, Katie. She was kind of first in line to go. <laughs> but we'll we'll make sure that, you know, as many people as possible know to to visit your garden and certainly to be able to a chance to win that um virtual uh, VR uh, design. It's, uh, honestly, I think this is, I'm a huge fan of immersive technologies. Anyway, this is the first time I've seen it being made available to individuals when they're planning their garden as opposed to because property developers have been using this to showcase their landscaping and their public realm and we know how effective it is we know that people can really um experience the um the design before and and have it brought to life virtually before it comes to life and before they make decisions and make investments more importantly so i'm delighted to see vr experiences for the built environment moving down to kind of a a domestic and homeowner level i think it's a really important transition so well done to yourself and the team there anything we can do to support you would be so happy to do it because i think it's a wonderful initiative and and very best of luck to yourself in in bloom um for people who might not be able to make it to Bloom but are interested in the VR experience, how can they get in contact with you, Dara? Uh, there is the website, which is Dour Design, which is D-U-I-R design.ie. And then I'm on nearly all the social media channels, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn and Twitter as well. I'm not great at the social media, but I definitely will reply. So. <laughs> Very good. Listen, best of luck and and we'll make sure that we include links to those social media when we're circulating the, the podcast. So thank you so much for joining us today. When I know this is such a, a busy, busy week for you. So again, very best of luck to yourself and to your wife, who is, is not just sponsoring, but no doubt um, inspiring and, and helping at every level of delivering the, this design. Um, so very best of luck uh, to you both for that. That was Dara Colopy, VR Garden Designer at Door Design. Um, again, thanks to our producer, Katie Talden, and to the production team at Hear Me Roar Media on Sound. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast and check out all of our other construction and real estate shows on iProperty Radio. Um, my thanks to PropTech Ireland for supporting our podcast and for making these conversations possible. And thank you indeed for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next episode of the PropTech Hot Seat here on iProperty Radio.